The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Greg, I think you won. Uh, I guess I won the world's um, worst contest. You sure did. <laughs> as far as that's not how I wanted that to happen. We've always had that running bet. Like we have. Who, who's going to be the first? Whoever took the bets on which one of us would end up on a PDX alert first, um, the winner is in the Greg side. I made it onto PDX alerts first wow. as a legitimate PDX alert. You were an actual alert. An actual alert. It was me. <laughs> Apparently, I'm on FARC as well. Who knows? This is Congratulations. Such a crazy this thing. is just Thank been you. bizarre. It's so weird. Oh. Um, we'll do anything for content. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Dylan, Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you found us. We really do appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us and have a, have a feeling there's a lot more people that have found us today. Um, or at least for this episode. Yes. Because they all want to hear the story about the Portland podcaster who was robbed in a Burgerville drive through by a meth head with a bottle. My God, could there be a more Portland-y <laughs> headline? Not. You can't write, like, I I was like, all right, no, because yesterday when I was like, oh, man, you know, it was kind of, we, I know you're going to go all over that, yeah. but I mean, today, now the headline's starting to be funny, because I'm like, that is the most Portland headline <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, I mean, it was it was a really... Really crazy day. Um, everything's fine for that's me now, it mildly, so that's yeah. that's good. But uh, so today we're going to talk about this, and we're just going to kind of walk through um, what happened to me yesterday, <laughs> and why I've already done one television interview, and I've got two more coming up uh, at the end of this episode. There's two more television stations that are arriving. By the way, what happens when two TV stations arrive at the same time? I think it's like one of those anchorman like battle scene things. Is that what happens? Yeah, they're supposed to be here within fifteen minutes of each other. Oh boy, they like stink eye each other. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how it works. We might get to find out. out. Um, So here's what happened to me yesterday. As a lot of you know, maybe if you don't, I work also, uh, in addition to Fun Employment Radio, I work for a company called Digital Trends. I am the live anchor for their broadcasts. We broadcast every morning, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. So, um, So I do that show. And then uh, do some work there and then come over to uh, across the river here in Portland to the Fun Employment Radio studios where we do Fun Employment Radio. So both shows five days a week. And in between there, I've got just like a short little window to get some lunch. So on my way uh, over to Fun Employment Radio, I I, I spoken to Sarah that I was on my way and I was like, "Um, I'm hungry. I'm just going to run through the Burgerville parking lot and get the Burgerville drive through and get something. Do you want something? And, uh, and Sarah wrote back, yeah, she wanted some chicken nuggets. Fine. Burgerville, in case you don't know, too, is a, is a chain of, you know, burger. Fast it's like food. a burger place, yeah, yeah. here in, in it's Oregon. It's like in and out you know, it's kind of our famous one, I guess you would say it. I, I guess, don't know. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Whatever. Yeah, well, um, I'll talk about them here in a minute, too. Uh, so, I, so I got into the drive-thru, and this is on the corner of 12th and Southeast Hawthorne here in Portland, Oregon. And, uh, and the drive is in the back of the parking lot. And it's just kind of a little little turn through um, um, back there. So this is about 11, 20, 11, 30, something like that? Yeah, it was about about that time. Something like that. I could probably timestamp it by when well, I Well, I have – I know you called me at 11.41. After it happened? Yes. Okay. So, so it yeah, happened so about, yeah. about 11, 11.30 yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I got to the Burgerville. I'm there. I pull in. I'm at the beginning of the line. 
you know, and there's probably like 10 cars ahead of me, but it kind of wraps around the parking lot. Because they're around like – Maybe six, seven yeah, cars Yeah, but I mean me. it's like around lunchtime, so yeah. there are cars there waiting. Yeah, uh, but there was nobody behind me when I showed up. And so I get there. I'm waiting in line. You know, I'm a little tired, just wanted to get a burger. And as, as you do in a drive through lane, and I rolled down my window because I was getting ready to order uh, pretty soon. I was like two cars away from ordering. And out of my rearview mirror, I noticed somebody, um, a person walking by, which it's a parking lot. There's other, you know, I didn't really think too much of it. Now, did first. you notice, yeah, did you notice the type of walk? Because usually when you've lived in Portland for a while, you can kind of, you start to recognize certain types of people who are, yeah, are around mean, you. It happened really fast because he just came out of nowhere. I also I didn't see him before. I don't know where he was before. He just all of a sudden I, I just saw somebody in my rearview mirror. And um, I mean, it happened so fast. It's just like you glance and then all of a sudden, oh, what's going on? Oh, boy. So walking up to the driver's side of my car and just kind of looming over, you know, that's when I, I noticed the look, like the, like, oh, okay, we either, what do we have here? We got this is going got, to be a yeah. method. This is going to be, is this person just homeless? Do they, what do they want? And he's standing there in front of my car door. And I was thinking it was just going to be somebody asking for, you know, spare change or something. Yeah. It's kind of what have I assumed. And then I got the giant waft of booze. I mean, this guy reeked of booze. And I'm like, oh, all right. And before I could even really, uh, really fully understand what was going on, he's got this uh, bottle in his hand, an upside down bottle, a glass bottle. And he starts yelling at me. And he's like, motherfucker, give me a fucking burger, motherfucker. God damn it. You fuck up. I'm fucking bust your head. And he's like getting a, like just out of nowhere, aggressive yelling, screaming at me. And that's the I'm worst I'm going to bash kind. your head. And when it just comes out of nowhere. And he's sitting there doing this, yeah. like waving the bottle back and forth like he's ready to smash. And when you're sitting in the, in the seat, you know, in your driver's seat, With I've got my window, window down. down. Yeah. You're pretty vulnerable in that position. So um, I was just like, what? I, I said something back akin to like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Get away from me. Get away. And I rolled up my window. My, my window is the slowest, the slowest window on earth. It so is it's just comically like, slow. E- I'm like, God dang it. He's going to hit the window with the bottle. Um, which I'm like, whatever. Fine. Hit the window with the bottle if that's what he's yeah, going to do. But then have the window smashed. Like, th- well, it's all kinds suck, of bad. Yeah. But, uh, so I was, I'm just rolling up the window. also next to your face, Greg, by yeah, the way. Yeah. And I, I started getting out my, my phone because I'm like, well, I'm going to take a picture of this guy and video this, whatever's going on. Or I'm going to call uh, 911 because he's been, I mean, completely aggressive and angry. But before I can even get my phone up to do that, he leaves and walks around to the back of my truck. Now, I've got a canopy on my truck. It's been highly advertised at this point. I have a 2003 Ford Ranger. Everyone knows your license plate. It's a black canopy. (laughs) License plate, ZSC307. There you go. (laughs) You got it. Also, apparently, everybody can get my phone number, which I didn't realize. Um, Yeah, that's a little unnerving. A little unnerving. But uh, he walked around to the back of my truck, and I'm looking again through my rearview mirror, and I realized at that point... um, Something I should have done was lock my canopy. Didn't realize my canopy was unlocked. Oh, boy. And he opens up the canopy uh, to my truck. And I've got a lot of stuff in there. Like I've just got like old camping stuff and tarps. And, you know, it's, it's a pickup truck. Yeah. And, uh, and he starts ripping out all the stuff from the back of my truck, leaning in and um, pulling out tarps, pulling out a cooler, uh, pulling out a water bottle and just throwing everything onto the pavement right behind me. And... That pissed me off. I don't blame you. He's in your he's in, in my your stuff, vehicle, throwing it everywhere, leaning fully into the into the back of my truck. And so I was 
I was pissed off. Like, I don't understand what else you could have done at that point. Like, what are you supposed to do? Just let him clean out the entire back of your truck and sit in there and not do anything? Well, I don't know what the right answer is. I can tell you what I did, uh, which is I got out of my truck because I was, I was mad. I was really, really mad. And, uh, and I didn't think things through. I didn't think about what I should do or what, what I could have done. I still don't even know what the right answer would have been. I mean, I couldn't drive forward. I don't think there because is. Because there's no, there's a car in front of me. There you is can't no drive left or right. right answer. Yeah, I, I don't know. think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can think about it as much as you want, but what happened happened. And right. I was, that's, that's what you did. Yeah. I mean, I was boxed, the car was boxed in unless I would have backed up and run him over. That's the only option I had. Yeah. So it's either like you're boxed in or you have to like, like yeah. assault someone with your car. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I got out. And uh, I walked around the back. I'm like, get the get the fuck away from my um, from from my truck, from my stuff. Yeah, yeah. stop. Like, get what are you doing? Get out of here! And at that point, he turned around the corner, and that's when you can really see, like, you know, you know, when someone's just like the full on. There's nothing behind those eyes. Just, just rage, anger. Oh no! Like when somebody's just basically an animal, and this dude was straight up and like he was gone psychotic, violent, violent dude. And so he charged me, and I'm like, what the hell, trying to decide what to do. And this, remember, this all happens in like a split second. So this is all within, what, like 30 seconds, a minute? Oh, not even a minute. Yeah. No, I would say this whole ordeal was started and was done within 30 seconds. I I would guess. I'd have to think about it, but yeah, I would guess it was that quick. And uh, he charges me, and he gets past me. Because I had gotten out of my truck, my door was open. Because I came out, ticked off, and he got past me, and just like that, dude was in my driver's seat. And, you know, and, and there's so many things that went through my mind. I'm like, oh, how did I just let that happen? I didn't even, I mean, I just. Did he, when he you ran know, by you, did he like about... shove past you? Did he like shove you? <sighs> yeah. Do you even remember? I mean, kind of. I mean, he got past me. Um, yeah, and, and you're pretty, you're of sturdy mountain folk. Yeah, well, I mean, he's also you. he's also a psychotic. I mean, you know? meth. You cannot under underestimate meth strength. Yeah, I mean, if you have see, it is unreal. It's it's more. I just I didn't anticipate that happening. It's just not something that you, that I thought about because it just happened so fast. You I don't just didn't think, think about because it. you get out of your car and tell someone to stop to, like throwing stuff out of your vehicle that they're going to automatically they're go to steal my and car. And now I'm going to steal your car. Yeah. So the guy got into the truck and he's sitting there. And at that point, I have you know the the going through my mind like. Uh oh, this just got real serious real quick. And then also anger again. And I wanted to reach in and start ripping him away out of my truck before he could figure out how to get it in mm-hmm. reverse. Well, I, I started that, and then I, there's some voice in me said, don't do that. Because if I had reached over him to try to get him, get his hands out or get the keys out, uh, I would have been completely exposed if this dude had a knife. Because uh, all he would have had to do is just stab straight up. I mean, and I would have been laying. That on is ab- a I mean, truck was... is not worth that. No, and that's and that's no. what went through my head. I'm like, I am so glad that that little voice told you to stop. Like, yeah, sometimes you have to listen to your like baser instincts, and if it's right, like, don't do that. Like, that's a survival instinct. Yeah, I mean, and that's it, it was. I mean, it, I would have been in, like the po- worst possible position if dude had a knife. Uh, I mean, you know, that could have been it. So I didn't. But then I have to sit there and watch this guy get it into reverse and then look at me. And he's started backing it up and swung the truck around, basically trying to hit me because um, the door was open, too. And I had to jump. And so I jumped into the onto the pavement and um, and he f- flew back 
flipped his car, flipped my car around, his car. It's not his. It's not mine. Well, it wasn't mine at that point. Uh, Flipped my truck around, looks at me and says a bunch more of like, fuck you, motherfucker, blah, blah, that kind of stuff. So he's still like berating you as he's driving away in your truck. Yes. After he's like pulling it back and you had to jump out of the way as he's backing up toward you. Yes. Wow. Spun it around, peeled out of the parking lot, went down to 12th Avenue, jetted out. Actually, I think he actually stopped at the stoplight. (laughs) Which is the most bizarre thing I think of this entire situation. Ah, uh, that's weird. Because <laughs> I ran, I'm like, oh no, 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 and uh, and well, there's two things here because I want to say what was going through my head also at the same time. But I, I ran down there to 12. He just keeps going and he just peels out and just like a squealing tires of my my truck driving off into the distance. Wow. I can't even imagine like, how surreal that is. Just so fast, so fast, and you're just standing there in the parking lot. All of a sudden, I'm standing and there. All- and all your stuff. Well, this, is, yeah. This is what uh, what was going through my head is as he's driving off, I'm like, oh, no. Um, my I have my phone, but in that truck was my backpack with the, my digital trans laptop, my personal laptop, and my wallet. All in that bag, all sitting in that truck. Jeez. Now, as far as I'm concerned, he can have the truck. You know, you know, insurance. That truck has been cursed for so many Seriously. years. Um, but I really wanted my laptops and my wallet because you know how much that sucks to lose oh, yeah. your entire wallet and the laptops. Well, first, and- first, let me just say how happy I am. Like, first and foremost, that you were safe. Like, you made the right decisions. Get out of the way of crazy. You really do not know what weapons people have. I mean. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's just stuff. It's just stuff that doesn't matter. But I, I know that it sucks to lose it and have yeah. someone take it from you. Yeah. But ultimately, the best thing is that you were safe. Yeah, I was I was safe. And I'm, I'm laughing about one of the comments that's coming through in our, our live chat. For people who know this show, uh, the quote is, my whole life is in that, back, in that bag, yes, because <laughs> I did say that one time. <laughs> I will never live that down. Uh, but it's true. Yeah, my two laptops and my my wallet and the rest of the stuff, whatever. It's the rest of the stuff is easily replaceable. But but like you said, you know, I was okay, and yeah. I realized that. Call nine one one. I'm like, the guy just took my truck. He's driving now twelfth, and I was trying to figure out what street I was on. Oh yeah, I think I thought I was in you know in panic mode, and uh, and as I'm doing that, uh, there's this other a woman is running up to me, and and all this is kind of a little bit blurry. Just because it happened so quick. Well, but this woman is yeah, I bet your adrenaline is off the charts. You can't really Off po- the charts. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and again, at this point, we're maybe 45 seconds a minute into this whole situation. You know, may, maybe, a, maybe a little more than that. And I he's guess, driven but, off, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's gone. And, uh, and she's like, I saw everything. Uh, I can give you my phone number. And I was just in too much of a spinning panic. I was just like, okay, okay, thank you. Um, and I called the police. So I called 911. They're sending out officers. Uh, the next call I made was to Sarah, who was at her studio, which is about, about I mean, we'll say this. It's, it's about like four or five blocks away from yeah. me. And, um, and I call her. I'm like, hey, Sarah, I'm okay. I just got carjacked at Burgerville. I can't even tell you. So it's about 11, about 11, oh, 1141, because I will always right? remember that. Yeah. Um, and I see it, and I'm just like, oh, Greg forgot his key card again. That's the first thing I thought. I'm like, I have to go down and let him in because Greg forgot his key card. Yeah. And then, it, like, when you said that. You're just like, Sarah, I'm okay. I'm okay, but I just got carjacked. Like, it's like my mind couldn't even understand yeah. that sentence. I, you might as well have been saying, like, I've just been abducted by aliens right. or something. Like, it made no sense. It took me a second. I'm like, what? What? I don't yeah. understand. It's like, it, and then I remember you specifically said, they got, he got everything. He got everything. I'm here in the parking lot. I don't have anything. I'm like, 
oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I so don't I, remember what I said. To yeah, be I think you just kept saying that he got everything. I, I don't. He has my, he has my truck. I don't know what. Like I'm standing here, and I asked you if you called the cops, and you said yes. They're on their way. Yeah. And then so I just left all my stuff <laughs> except for like my phone and yeah. and my keys, and just ran to Burgerville. And then when I got there, I thought it was going to be like a huge deal. And I, so I go into Burgerville, and I'm panicked, and I'm crying. And, um, you know, and, like, out of breath because I can barely – I've had this, you know, head cold. Um, and I'm looking around and there's nothing – like, everyone's just kind of standing around like, do-do-do. So I'm like, oh, okay, what happened? Like, he just got carjacked. Why isn't anyone doing anything? And I couldn't – I thought you would be inside. So I ran around the side and then I see you just sadly sitting in the parking lot. And I'm waiting for the police. Just sitting there, there waiting for the police. And then, yeah, get over to Greg and he's, you know, reiterating that he's okay and everything and uh, – and, I don't even – again, I was panicking too. I don't even know. I actually took some live videos from that that we broadcast on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. because we're trying to get the thing out. I don't even remember taking those yep. at that point because it was just so panicked. Well, and that's because – and then I, I think I, I called Jake at Digital Trends too and let him know because they need to shut down that laptop because that's got – it's a company laptop. Um, and also that I wasn't going to be coming back into work that day. So, so I – we're waiting there for the police, and there's there's a couple of things that I just want to highlight from that section because there's a lot of good that ha- does happen for me uh, throughout the story. I'm very very fortunate, really, when it comes down to it. But there, I will say, there was the woman who walked up and said, "I saw everything. Here's my card." Mm-hmm. The people in front of me in the drive-through line, the seven cars, the person who was right in front of me who would have seen all of this happen, not a single one of them got out of the car to walk over and just check and see. Uh, what had happened or if they could provide anything. Okay. Not a single one. They all stayed in line and all got their burgers and all left. You know? That's... It's just like, come there on. There are good people and there are bad people. I mean, that's not... Yeah, I was... I'm pretty disappointed in humanity. Also... Uh, but also, no, let the let your... No, there's better. There's better, yeah, much better stuff. Just don't focus right. on the that's, bad. That's not. That's true. Important. That was an overstatement, and that's not. That's not true. Because I mean, there are is, so many nice. It is people. disappointing. It's all right to be disappointed by yeah. people. Yeah, and uh, and then I was expecting maybe somebody from Burgerville to come out and say something. Uh, there was one woman who did come out. She had two burgers with her, and I was like, oh man, maybe they're going to give me a burger because I'm really really hungry. And this is before before the police showed up, and she walks over to me. She's like, are you the one that ordered the burgers? I'm like. No, I just got carjacked in your parking lot. I'm waiting for the police. I didn't get to order. She's like, oh, okay. And just turned around and walked back in and just turned around. Didn't even say like, oh, my gosh. Just like, okay. I and, mean, wa- and walked for, back in. For many, many reasons, uh, many of which that have been documented, um, fuck Burgerville. Seriously, man. Um, I'm never going there again. Not a sing- not the manager, not one person they knew what from Burgerville was going came on. out and checked on me. I mean, we were out me. there with the cops. Nobody came to check. Um, it's just, it, it's unreal. It's un- I mean, yeah. And they've, I mean, they're practiced. Yeah. With a police car, when they show up, and so uh, the two police officers show up, and they're taking my story. Yeah, still none of them came out. But anyway, we'll move on past that. Just, yeah. Screw you, Burgerville. Seriously. Um, Never again. Yeah. yeah. No, that anyway, was just lame. So let's move past but the anyway, negativity. Yes. Moving past that. Mm-hmm. So two police officers are taking my statement. Uh, we go through the statement. Then towards the end of that, uh, you know, this took about 20 minutes, and he's getting all the information from me um, and, and my description and what happened. Then he has to ask me certain questions about uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was- about like 20 minutes in. Uh, there was a there was an officer in the car, and she's like, "That sounds like that. That sounds like it. Like, let's go." And so uh, the guy I was talking to is just like, 
Okay. Sounds like there's a description of your car. Somebody just ditched it on 39th. Uh, we got to go right now. I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. Like, what, like, what, do I, what, what, what do we do? They're just like, stay there. And then they just drove off. Yeah. He's no, like, but, I'll call you. Yep. I mean, and, and also, may I state for the record how amazing each and every, I know we're going to go through this, but each and every police officer was yeah. yesterday at the Portland Police Department. Like, it was above and beyond, like, what was an awful experience. They were just amazing. They they were. And and what he told me was, he was like, okay, this is an armed, well, not armed, but I mean, this is robbery. This is theft of a vehicle. He's like, these are all real serious felony crimes like we need to get this guy off the street yeah we need to get this guy off the street because he's a psycho now with my truck you know with a you know a metal missile driving around who's clearly intoxicated driving around who's robbed you yeah i mean who was driving through southeast portland with your truck yep barreling through yeah yep so um so anyway they get that weirdly stopping at stoplights i swear he stopped (laughs) at that stoplight uh so so that that happened, and then you know they just take off, and then that's it. So I don't know anything. We waited for a while longer in the parking lot, and then we decided to just walk over to the studio, um, which is closer and much more comfortable than sitting on cement. Oh my gosh, nothing was going to happen. I think there. the saddest thing I've ever seen was Greg picking up all of his stuff out of the Burgerville parking lot. Yeah, all the stuff that the crazy psycho man had thrown out of it, and then just carrying it down the street as right. we're walking. And big thanks to everybody who offered to help. Our, our friend Smiley stopped by to see if we um, yeah, yeah. needed oh, a ride. Yeah. And that's that's the other thing. So we posted right away on social media um, just like, hey, keep an eye out for my truck because I figured more, the wider than that, the better. Um, thank you so much to every one of you wonderful people out there who retweeted or reposted or sent me a message. Um, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you for being great people. You know, thank you for doing something good um, because, uh, you know, uh, the more people that can see that, the better. And there are uh, really are a lot of great people out that there. And was, that's what I want to focus on. That too. was the most amazing net, like community and network of people who all banded together to try and help make a bad situation better. It was. Yeah, it, it was awe-inspiring to see. Yeah. And those got, are the people that deserve, deserve to be talked right. about. And that's how I made a PDX alert. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Again, so. Greg wins. Yep. Yep. I got on there for a real one, for a real PDX alert. I think alert. some people might have lost some money because I, I thought that it was for sure going to be something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we get back to our recording studio and, uh, and then, you know, we're here for just a few minutes. I get a call from the police. So an officer, he's like, hey, we think we got the guy. We need to come pick you up. You have to ID him. We'll be there in five minutes. So, you know, told him where we were. He came, picked us, picked us both up. And we get in the back of the car. Yeah, so and at this point, I'm with Greg. So, yeah, yeah we're yeah. So we're riding. So they come and pick us up in a cop car. Yeah, an unmarked cop car. Yeah, um, which is for, for Well, which me. is what they have to. Yeah, well, for me, it was the first time. In, is it the first time that you've been in the back of a cop car? Oh, Greg. College, yeah, I had a little fun. Uh, uh, no, it's the first no, time. No, not for that anything I, serious. Yeah, no, it was. It was an underage drinking. Oh, an MIP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I it was the first time in the back of yeah that I've been in the back of a cop car. It's a little unnerving. Oh, yeah, it's weird with the plastic seats. Yeah. Uh huh. Because I got to be able to hose it down. That's why they're plastic. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So we're riding in the back, and we're going to. Uh, we're not going to actually my truck. We're going to where they caught him, and they caught him on. I think it was like Forty Sixth and Gleason, something like that. Does that sound about 44th. right? Forty Fourth and Gleason. Mm-hmm. Which is quite a ways away from where my truck was ditched. I mean, the cops, they were just impressed. I mean, it's about a mile away, yeah. at least. And th- at this point, what we, what we know had happened um, is that he had been running in and out of backyards with stuff 
and they got him up there. I still don't even know how they cornered him and got him. Uh, I mean, they had to get him somehow, and they had him in the back of a car, and he was apparently going crazy in the back of the car. And they're like, and, and they had to walk me through this whole thing for me to walk up and identify me. They're like, you know, it doesn't matter if this is not the right guy. You need to say it's not the right guy. If you're only this percent, whatever. They're like, we, we have him on some things right now. So we're, he's going to get, we're going to take him in regardless yes. of. So he's being charged or yeah. Yeah, some, regardless, but we need to see if it's the same man that stole your truck. Yeah. And it's like, just be honest. And, uh, and because they have to write exactly what I say. And at the meantime, so they're taking Greg over. And so there are a bunch of cops there. So, and they're just like, all right, uh, you know, you need to, well, you stay back. This guy is violent. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, it may, he's like slamming his head against the windows and like uncooperative, not saying his name. And so they're like, all right, because they usually said, you know, Greg has to go identify him, but it's light outside. So he's going to be able to see you. And you're like, I don't care. I don't care if he sees me. Yeah. I mean, he already saw me. So then I'm standing over with a bunch of cops and the other cops walk Greg over Yeah, to go and look at him. And then I see Greg look in the window. And the second I saw Greg's face, I'm like. Oh, that that's right? the guy. Yeah, and so so I look at him, and you know we make eye contact, and I'm like, Oh man, yep, that's him. And and I don't care that he saw me because he he already saw me before, and he was so out of his mind. Uh, so you know I go down there, and um, so then at that point, uh, so Greg's positively identified him. He's like 100. So percent that That's is like the a man. bunch of news stations writing me right now. So I'm just like telling him, no, I'm in a recording right now. Yeah. Uh, um. So um. So at this point, it's 100 percent assessed, and they're like, all right. So now we yeah. know that this is the guy. This is 100 percent the the guy that uh, that robbed you of your truck. Now we're gonna go and go back to your truck. To no. See- that, then we went back to go look at my stuff, wasn't it? No, we went to the truck. Oh, first. we went to the truck. We'll go back to my truck. That's right, because they had to fingerprint me. And they're taking fingerprints on the truck where he had abandoned it. Uh, but he didn't crash it. He didn't crash the truck. And he abandoned it in a super weird way. He abandoned it in the middle of like a driving area in a parking lot that kind of blocks traffic. Well, my guess is he didn't realize that's what he was doing. Yeah. Or he was trying to hide because it. Because he drew so much he attention was... to himself. That's how people – because, I mean, he parked the car or the truck yeah. and then started running. Yeah. So it's like that's how you – that's even what the cops well, are saying. They're like if you want to get away with something, like you yeah. shouldn't just park it and then spastically run around. Right. Um, yeah, it, totally. So I, I got there and they, uh, and they, um, yeah, they fingerprint me to go along with the car. And, and so they're doing the fingerprints on that stuff. I think that's when that happened, right? Yeah. So yeah. the guy fingerprinted, yeah, fingerprinted which was me. so, I mean, it was crazy. So this guy was a criminologist. Yeah. And he had like a badge on and it was like something out of like CSI or something. Yeah. It was nuts. So he's like powdering all the stuff, fingerprinting Greg. Yeah, yep. so at that point, the truck was there, and they're like, right now we're going to take you to the stuff that we found. Yeah, because he had been going through the backyards, and they, they took a look, and they found what they thought was my backpack, but I have to come identify it and identify what's mine, what's not. they got to take fingerprints. And so I'm getting there. I'm like, oh, maybe my laptops are there. Maybe they have them. Um, we got to the back of this house, and no, it wasn't uh, – my laptops were not there. It was All my stuff was just spilled out from my, from my bag. However, this guy was in such a rush – of uh, rifling through things, he didn't open the one pocket that had my wallet in it. So I got my wallet back right there. That is... So he never saw my wallet because the money, cash was still in there. It's like 30, 40 bucks. He never saw my wallet. No, he didn't. I mean, and that is such a blessing. I mean, like, honestly, to know, like, because everything, you know, all of it is kind of unfortunate, but to know, like, if he knows, you know, your address, he has your credit cards, he has everything, like, but no... It was unopened. He didn't think to look in the zipper pocket. Yeah, which is amazing. It is. Um, so, 
So that goes on, but you know the laptops are missing. They're like, well, we don't know where they went. We think either probably what he did because that oh at that point they go he got a cell phone at some point and it turns out he had robbed somebody else on his little spree after my after ditching my truck of their cell phone, um, and there was a delivery driver who had seen him, I guess, running back and forth between backyards and knew that, uh, okay, something's not right here, and just kind of pegged where he was going and, I guess, was able to uh, relay that to the police Which somehow. we need to figure out who that delivery driver is because I want to— I don't know how know. we'll ever do it. I know. It. Um, but, to, but to thank that person because this wouldn't have been possible. Yeah, at least it helped track down my stuff, mm-hmm. helped track down my bag. Yep. Um, at least to that point. Uh, so, so, yeah, so I get my stuff, get my bag back, go back to the truck. It took, like— Three hours for to get the thing towed because I didn't have the key. So that's the other thing. I'm sorry to explain what he took. Um, my backpack with my laptops and my wallet and the truck keys. So he took the truck keys with him when he ditched my truck. Yeah. And of course I've lost my spare key. So so not a good uh, not a good situation for that. Um, so you eventually so I can't get drive it towed. The truck. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually get it towed. Takes three hours. Gets but I get it towed back home. At that point, it's like I just gotta, I just gotta unwind and just deal with this. They yeah. have the guy. Sucks about the laptops, but you know what? I didn't get stabbed or anything, and uh, it didn't even, you know, didn't get a bottle to the head, That's which that fine. would suck too. Yep. Uh, and I can get a new key made. So in the end, you know that that was okay. But the the real kicker and the really cool thing that happened later on after that was probably about eight p.m. or so. I'm not gonna lie; I had a couple of shots of tequila after that, or whiskey, or both. Oh yeah, we had. Uh, like it was a quite lo- a day. Yeah, yeah. There was some friend um, time and some pizza and some beers and some like. All yeah. right, oh okay, this has been a day. Yeah, yeah. And so um, they, uh, they, I get this message on Facebook, and it's from a this guy. He said, "Hey, um, I have your two laptops." Uh, and and some car keys. I found them in my backyard. Call me. That is insane. And so I call him, and this guy had no idea what was going on. In the meanwhile, this thing was going like crazy through the media. Like it was, everybody was reporting on this. Yeah. In Portland, it's it ridiculous. Was, yeah, it was Portland nuts. podcast it was just, host gets robbed in a burger. That is bro, the know. most like. Fark made. Oh, speaking of which, Greg made Fark. Oh yeah, by on, the way. Yeah, that's but that is the most like Taylor made Fark headline I've ever heard. Yeah. Like Portland podcaster carjacked in Burgerville drive-through line. Right. Yeah. By bottle-wielding so crazy ridiculous. man. Like, oh, my God. So um, so, so I get this – yeah, that message from this guy. And he does – yeah, he hadn't seen the story. And I call him like, do you really have my laptop? He's like, yeah. Do you want to tell me why they're in my backyard? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like let me explain. <laughs> I didn't put them there. Um, and so I walked through him with him what it was. And he was a little apprehensive at first. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to call the police to have him come over and fingerprint this stuff. For for evidence, because they're go- I know they're gonna want to. I'll call him and verify. He's like, um, okay, yeah, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, he understood, but I think it's one of those phone calls where he thinks he's just returning something. It's like, oh, I'm not, I'm in a whole oh, thing. Oh yeah, this is gonna be a this few a hours of my life. Thing. <laughs> yeah. So it was a whole thing. But they the police came. I went. We went over there. Uh, myself, Sarah, and and our buddy Bozik. And I just wanted to take a look at the stuff, and it was, it was my stuff. It was my stuff. And there was stuff and also in the backyard that you didn't even know was missing. Like some of it was mine. And- yeah, and he had stolen some other things, too. There were some license plates that were stolen somewhere along the line, and he had a whole bunch of cash that wasn't mine because he didn't never found my wallet. Um, but it was my stuff. And so the police came out, fingerprinted it. Uh, that took a couple of hours, and then eventually uh, they, they actually brought it back to my house um, in an evidence bag. And, uh, wow. and, my, and, you know, I could open it up and everything. Um, and I got it back. I got my stuff back. You got everything back. 
Yeah. And you also there's a dangerous man that is off the streets because of all this. I mean, well, he's, it wasn't just you. Like, he assault, He also stole somebody's cell phone. Like, he was on a rampage. Yeah. Oh, he would have been and this dangerous isn't just to a, be around This somebody. isn't just, like, an untreated, like, mental health issue. Like, this is clearly some substance abuse and some oh, just yeah. violent, violent tendencies. Like, this was not – I mean, even – He would have hurt somebody. Even on the radio, we were listening, and they're just like, yep, he's being uncooperative. He's, you know, he's trying to harm himself. He's, like – not saying his name, he's violently lashing out. Like, yeah, this is a scary person that should not be out wandering the streets. Yeah, um, and so they uh, they couldn't identify him, but they got him in there. He's in book now on six different felonies. He's getting arraigned today, is what I was told. Um, and then I don't know the justice system goes from there. I'm sure I'm going to be involved in this for a while because I'm going to have to be testifying on this stuff. Uh, but the bottom line is. I'm okay. The bottom line is a you're truck's okay. A truck's just a truck. Stuff's just stuff. Um, I wasn't run over and I wasn't stabbed. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. So I'd say that's a, that's a good day. And now if you're not I'm, gonna, run over or stabbed. I'm going to run downstairs after this podcast because I'm going to go do a television interview followed by another television interview. Oh, my gosh. So who knows where this story is um, going. All right. Real quick before we end, I do have one quick world of crazy story. Um, it's so weird. It comes out of Portland, Oregon. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stone. Welcome to my world of crazy. Um, all right. Uh, out of Portland, Oregon, bottle-wielding crazy person accused of carjacking Portland podcast host in Burgerville drive through He has been apprehended and is now facing charges. Just wanted to let you know. One of us was going to make it at some point, and Greg is now, between the two of us, not only the first PDX alert, the first world of crazy story. Thank you. There Thank you, you very are. Much. I couldn't not do that, you know. I can't not do that to the people. Oh, it looks like, oh, I think the cavalry has arrived. I think so. All right. All right. Well, thank you to everybody. And Greg, I'm so happy you're okay. I mean, honestly, that was terrifying. Yep. It was, but I'm okay. And thank you to everybody who retweeted and shared this story. We really uh, do appreciate it, you know, and help me out. Um, it, uh, It matters a lot. So thank you very much. Thank you very much, everyone, for doing that. And thanks for listening. If you've never listened to us before, we do this every day as we're in our almost 10th year of podcasting. So yeah. if you like our voices, um, go ahead and subscribe. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, thank listen you. Listen on iTunes, anywhere that you can get your podcasts. Funemploymentradio.com. Yes, go indeed. Go there now. Hit subscribe. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. Of Fun Employment Radio? Of Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. I just wanted a burger. I really just wanted a burger. <laughs>